What's up, everyone? Welcome. Season Game at BitCast. It is Saturday. There's the... I'm so excited about The Last of Us, I don't even know what I was going to say. I can't even speak, but we're going to get this going. We've got the original crew back in town. So joined, uh, well, he's actually not joining today. He's delayed until 2077. But we've got Dan, the rally, Rodriguez, rocking the new Synthwave shirt. I like it, sir. That's awesome. Look at this. Looks hot. Looks hot. And back in the house, none other than our favorite south of the border last of us player there's so many acronyms i could use right now so many words coming to mind but bert is back and the three amigos ride again (laughs) so we're already off to a better start than last week because my camera didn't fail right when i hit go live so that's a good start so Anyway, this week we're going to be talking a lot about Last of Us 2. We're going to be covering EA Play. Uh, probably won't take too long. Uh, we're going to talk a little Star Wars Squadrons, Cyberpunk's Delay, which Dan was actually very happy for, uh, Crash Bandicoot 4, and uh, a few other things, including some new information on Horizon Forbidden West as well. And of course, I know all of our fans are ready for the big discussion on Pokemon Smile. We're going to do it. Smile. So. What the hell is that? Exactly. So we're going (laughs) to... So let's go ahead and kick this off, guys. We didn't do a weekly poll this week. I think we were all too awestruck by uh, Last of Us uh, yesterday to even bother with a poll because everyone in the world seems to be playing it. And uh, I did double check to make sure we didn't get any listener questions this week. We didn't. So we're just going to get chat involved. I already see Carl and Kel and Matt and Chris and Elu, Darren, man, all the regulars. So good to see you guys. What's up, guys? What up? What's going on? And Lucky Paul. I miss Lucky Paul. Was here first with his hike. So what's up, dude? All right. Last of Us 2, guys. It's here. We are actually playing it after uh, seven long years from the first one. I think for the three of us, it goes without saying, I think all three of us have this game in our top, what, three to five of all time? The original? Uh, the, origi- yeah. the original, I mean. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, just, you know, nothing but the praise for it, really. So it's been a long time coming. We know this one got delayed a few times. We won't even get into the ridiculousness of some of those delays. But we are now playing it. Uh, Let's start by kind of how far we are currently into the game. Uh, Dan, I know I think you started playing it before Bert and I did because we're the uh, old school physical guys. But where are you at right now? You have an estimate? Uh, I would say, and, and guys, sorry, it goes without saying, we're no not going to talk any plot yeah. points. No spoilers, yeah. no plot spoiler points. Spoiler free. Like spoiler free. Yeah, I, I probably got eight hours into it. I would think, um, maybe okay. a little bit more. That's a, probably about it. I, I mean, I can't really say where I'm at. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm pretty far in. I think. Okay. I have no yeah, idea. I, I can't be too far behind you. I'm I'm probably after this morning playing. I'm probably about seven or eight myself. Um, yeah. So, yep, <laughs> it's hard to describe where you are. Like, so. right? Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, you know, that that means, you know, that means nothing because you know the way you and I play that game, you know, might be different than you know somebody else who's flying through it. I'm checking 100%. every single place. I'm probably catching up with you already. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Bert's probably catching <laughs> Bert's up because I'm literally going into every yeah. dead end corner uh, every part of the map just double right. checking for things yeah you gotta look for everything you gotta look you know and it's 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 there's so there's so much to just look for and just appreciate you know what it looks like and stuff too so. yep 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 easter eggs of course 
Yep. Bert, I know you said you were a little behind, but you've been playing yep. it a lot too. You're what, five, yeah. six hours? I'm about three and a half hours through. Okay. Um, I've had a lot of distractions from work and just personal stuff going on now that I haven't had a chance to just sit there and zone out with it. Uh, but after, I mean, I've got all my stuff done for today, so I think the rest of the day is going to be nothing yes. but Last of Us 2. So As I'm it should be. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So <clears throat> early impressions, guys. So uh, Bert, why don't you kick us off? Just yeah, first so- thoughts on, on any aspects of it. So a couple things. <laughs> there goes Nate's camera. There goes the camera, guys. There goes the camera. <laughs> At least the baton off right right before. Yeah. So <laughs> I think it's gorgeous for starters. Um, I was talking to you guys. I think that it's the best looking game this gen, with the exception of Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, I can definitely see that the PlayStation Four Pro is being pushed to the max here. Um, you can definitely see, and actually here for some people, I've heard some people's PlayStation 4 Pros are pretty much an airport. <laughs> Did you see that guy's video on Twitter where he said, all right, Sony, you got to fix this. And he's literally like around the corner down a hallway in his house recording and you can hear it. And he slowly walks all the way down the hallway, down another room into the bedroom. And as he gets closer, it just gets louder and louder and louder and louder. <laughs> yeah. So I'm on the uh, PlayStation 4 Pro uh, 500 million one. Uh, so it's newer. Um, it's got the newer, uh, I guess, taste or whatever on some of the motherboard that's supposed to let it run a little cooler and not as loud. I haven't had too many problems with it. Funny enough, Uncharted 4 is louder running than this one, which is weird. Me too. But Me too. Um, <clears throat> it's, uh, it's fantastic. I've had a great time with it. Um, definitely no spoiler points at all. One thing I will say that if you're a fan of the first, one of the big different things here is that it's not corridor-based where you're just navigating through from story to story. This one's a little bit more open, and so it lets you explore the world. And that's where Ains and Dan were talking. There's a lot more to see because, like, in the first one, you're just kind of walking through, and you look here, look there, and that's pretty much it. On this one, it, it opens up. So you can literally stay in one part of a city somewhere looking forever. But um, I like it so far. Definitely a lot of impactful moments <laughs> throughout the whole game. Uh, if you love the first one, this one will affect you in a number of ways, early on, middle on, and the end, from what I understand. But uh, like I said, no spoilers. I love it so far. It's fantastic. Yep. I'm pretty much the same way. Um, <laughs> my, funny enough, my pro, does, it, it's not making any sounds. Which yeah. is What pro do you have again? This is the there's standard. Oh, yeah. the standard one? Okay. Yeah. The black one, the original black, black one. one. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, I, I played The Last of Us. Um, I played it over again uh, last week just to get ready for this week. And um, that one actually runs super you know, loud. Um, I don't understand why this one isn't, but I'm not complaining, you know, and, <laughs> and I think for the first half of what I played, I played with um, my earphones. So or my, my headset and cause I wanted to kind of see what the difference was. And then I put it on just the speakers um, and, so I thought maybe I just didn't hear it. Nope, nothing, not a dang thing. I wonder but, if it's because you're digital. Because I, I definitely there might be some of the disc spinning on me and Ains's. Yep. Yeah, you do hear the disc drive once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just put that check mark. Ching. Another good thing about digital. Um, <laughs> <laughs> physical dudes. I still understand. Anyway, <laughs> who said I play with the lights on while hugging my teddy bear? What's <laughs> up, <laughs> uh, Eric? I've I've loved every second of it so far that I've played. Um, it, it's definitely gorgeous um it definitely has like like literally i was playing it before this and i was just like man i gotta go do this bit cast i looked down and like i i started like at 10 or so and i looked down it was like 11 30 and i was like oh my gosh time disappears yeah yeah it's just gone you know and i don't even know what i did um but it's super fun 
um, it's it's a really nice uh, kind of uh, injection of you know a good game here when it's you know there's not much coming out so it's it's been a blast i'm super excited for it so nice yeah it's um i've loved it so far as well i kind of echo all your sentiments it's the first three to four hours of the game were intense as hell i mean i was like sweating at parts playing Mm -hmm. um and trying to figure out where they were going with it and then of course you know there's some shocking moments and um and uh then it, uh, you know, kind of it, where I am now, it's kind of more open. So as Bert was uh, alluding to, you're kind of in this open city, which is uh, interesting to me. I find it, if you notice, it's kind of open, and then you explore, and there's different little areas that you explore, and you're basically looking for upgrades, and you have little battles and stuff. You know what it reminded me of, and I don't know if this is going to make sense to you guys. It reminded me of what Gears tried to do. Oh yeah, where it's like mm-hmm. it's it's more open. There's certain areas you go to where you have like condensed battles, but and you're looking for upgrades. It feels very familiar in that regard. Um, so taking that linear formula and changing it, but, um, no, I'm, I'm really, really loving it. Um, I don't have too much to say about it. I, I was surprised, not disappointed, but just surprised that, um, obviously the game looks beautiful. Um, but the mechanics really feel almost identical to the first game. Yeah. Um, everything from the crafting to combat to everything just feels identical the way you're picking up stuff and and you know making healthy health kits and stuff uh i expected it to kind of be more expanded i guess but it's no big deal to me honestly i think i think they improved it you know i think that you know definitely there's areas where they 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 came in and they're like okay we're gonna make you know even like just the crafting you know in in the first one you 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 crafted something you upgraded a weapon and just like and this one you know they actually you actually upgrade the weapon you know, and it, you know, that's all I'll say about that, but it's, you <laughs> know, it, we're talking about that. It's so cool. <laughs> you know, I mean, and, but that's, that's, it's little tiny things, you know, the, I think the stealth mechanics are much, much more prevalent in this one. I think that, you know, just everything they, they expect, they, it's basically the same thing, right? The same crafting yep. deal, but mm-hmm. they've made just the amount of improvements. Those like quality of life improvements to make it that much better. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, one thing I will say that they've improved on that you really see and you feel while you're playing the game is just the facial expressions and the and the lip syncing of the characters talking, even when you're not in a video that's playing, you know. Um, and when you're fighting, even you'll see Ellie's face or any of the other characters' faces. They'll grimace or they'll clinch their jaw or there's something's happening. You can see everything, and even the people that you're killing, whether it be a zombie type person or a real person, whatever, you see them struggle in the fight. And it's really, really cool to see. Um, and even when you're just navigating around, you see them do little things that you wouldn't see in other games. So the, right. the production values are super, super high. Um, and you'd expect that with the budget that this game had. So it's it's really cool. Yeah, I just yeah, want to say one more thing. You know, be, be careful on what you post online as well. I saw Eric in here. We kind of talked a little bit yesterday. And you know, if you're going to post screenshots, this oh, yeah. photo mode is awesome. Be careful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you might, you know, accidentally spoil something for somebody. Yeah. I've taken several different shots in photo mode. Um, and but I've not, I haven't uploaded to anything. They're just kind of sitting there. And then maybe in a week or two I'll kind of throw together some stuff. But it's just been yeah. The photo mode is really, really good too. Yeah, it is. It is. And I know uh kind of goes without saying because cutscenes are, you know, usually the highest fidelity of these games, but you have to call it out in this game. The cutscenes the facial expressions, just the, the quality of the Crazy. animation and yeah. the cutscenes are just, it's definitely top tier, uh, bar none. Uh, you know, you can point to, <clears throat> one of the things I do kind of find funny is the cutscenes are probably, you know, top of 
any game. I mean, they're way up there. Um, and then a lot of the environmental effects I was telling you guys yesterday about like the lighting, especially on the snow level, like the, the lighting just looks so natural. It looks uh, fantastic. Um, <clears throat> and then there's, there's a few moments here and there where you're like on a, um, uh, on like a rooftop or something and there's some plants and it looks, uh, then it's like, the, if you just quickly look around, it looks almost like uh, last of us remastered, you know, you can yep. tell it's not the highest fidelity at all times, but Again, that would really be nitpicking. Uh, overall, the game's beautiful. It plays well. I haven't. I had a crash yesterday. I showed you guys, but that's it. Other than that, I haven't had any frame rate drops or hiccups or anything else other than that crash. So it's been good. Yep. Yeah. Good. That, that's 80, I got a, a comment here saying, "Do we think Last of Us Remastered will be on the PS5 um, as a playable?" <laughs> I I think it might be from a PlayStation 4 perspective, but I wouldn't expect to see you know anything near the quality of The Last of Us 2 on that one. But I don't know. They mean, like a, from a remastering perspective? Yeah, or, I mean, I have a feeling it's going to be playable backwards compatible right, in the yeah. PlayStation 5 world, but I don't yeah. know if they're going to add any other stuff to it because the original one had a performance and a resolution mode to it, and you could, I think you could get close to 60 frames, but it only run in 1080p in the performance. Yep. And I think the, the resolution one only went up to 1440, 30 FPS on that one. So yeah. we'll see if they do anything better with PlayStation 5, though I have a feeling they might, especially with this one out. Yeah, we'll definitely see. I uh, it'd be nice, obviously, if they um, if they do something, you know, like uh, use the PS5 to improve it somehow. I, maybe in a few years, who knows? Yep. Don't even know what Naughty Dog's working on right now. Speaking of which, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> any uh, any gripes with it? And Carl, shut up. We're gonna keep playing physical. You can't stop Bert and I, man. We're going down with the ship. We're going yeah. down with the ship. Yeah. Carl, Carl Trollman. <laughs> Carl Trollman comments. Um. You guys have any gripes with the game? No. So, uh, oh, go ahead, Dan. You were- no, yeah. The only thing is kind of what we <laughs> talked about. But I kind of, I mean, it's, it's you kind of have to tippy toe around it. You know, you, there, there's some AI characters that kind of screw up some stuff every once in a while. You got to drive me nuts. Yeah. But really, I mean, you, if I had to have, like, I, I could sit there and probably give you 10 gripes that I have about it, but they're so tiny that. And they're so overshadowed by everything else that it's not even worth <clears> time. Yeah. Really, I mean, it's it's that that's the biggest one I think. There's some AI character issues, but and 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 it's not at all game breaking at all. I mean, not even close. Yeah. So the, um, the the comments that I've heard in social media um, was a few of the characters were unlikable. I haven't run across that yet to where I've like, God, this game sucks because of that. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I like some characters more than others, but I think that's the same in any game that you play. Um, the other thing I've heard is that loading times were really poor. They have not been for me at all. And maybe it's because no. I'm running on an SSD or something. And I've died a couple times, and I've heard that when you die, <laughs> it takes a while to load back up. It, it's seconds for me. So I'm not sure if I'm getting something completely different than other people are getting, but I'm not. Um, other performance things, I'm happy with the resolution. I'm happy with the uh, the FPS on it. I have heard some people don't like the film grain look to the game. That's intentional, That's by the way. Uh, I do. Ains, was there on the first one where you could play it black and white, and you could play it grainy, and then you could play it clear? I have a feeling. For some reason, I feel like that was in the remastered version. As as you beat the game, that would unlock, but I can't remember correctly. It's been a while. Um, that vaguely sounds familiar, but honestly, yeah. I, don't know. I was thinking that maybe when you beat the game, you could um, unlock just a, a clarity mode or a, a non-film grain version. But I haven't seen those settings or anything like that yet. But yeah. you can turn down the motion blur all the way, and it improves it a tiny bit, but not enough to where the film grain goes away. But I have not run across any issues that I completely dislike about the game. 
Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm playing on the standard PS4 Pro, uh, the 500 million one too. I don't have an SSD in it. I there's no loading issues. I yeah. yeah, it takes a few seconds when you die, but big deal. Just don't yeah. die. What's the problem? <laughs> don't die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's no problem. <clears throat> uh, Lucky Paul said, uh, difference between deluxe and collector's edition. So uh, the deluxe, I'm not sure if you guys know. I thought the deluxe yep. was a special edition, which was mostly digital items. Is that right? Yeah, the deluxe is just a few DLC stuff, and you get the steelbook. The collector's comes with the statue and a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And then, and then you then get the-, the Ellie edition, which is the collector's with uh, Ellie's backpack. The backpack, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, And I think she has a couple patches on the back that you don't get backpack that you don't get on the collectors yeah on the backpack it actually comes with those two pins from the game already on the backpack like they're part of it it's 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 really well done actually someone asked me yesterday i think it was uh gator six charlie dan who we talked to quite yeah. a bit he uh he's like that backpack actually looks real nice it's a good quality i was like yeah shockingly it's like full canvas and leather it's it's a real usable backpack so it's a legit jan sport yeah <laughs> i said i'm gonna rock it at one of these game shows one of these days be like that dude wearing ellie's backpack yeah. All right. But it is one of the best collector's editions I've come across in a long time. And it was not that expensive when you, what was it, like 130 or 129.99 or? I got Ellie. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember. It was not expensive for what you get. It's actually awesome if you can get your hands on a collector's edition one. Yeah. It's really well made. You can see the statue right here. And the statue is actually a little bigger than I thought it was going to be. Uh, it's actually a pretty good size. So it's nice. And that steel book somewhere behind me right there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so. I think uh, anything else to say on the game at this time, guys? Obviously, I'm doing the review for the site. Uh, that'll be up in the next few days or so. Uh, we'll talk about this more, obviously, in the coming weeks. Maybe we'll do like a spoiler cast or something a few weeks from now yeah. once uh, we've all finished it and want to really chat about it. But anything else on this one? No. Nope. Enjoy your time with the guys and savor every moment. moment. And don't pl- don't play moment. it in front of your kids. Yeah. yeah. It's graphic. Just it. It's not about zombies. Funny enough, the zombies are just the background. There's so much more story to it. I've seen a few comments saying that it's not the game to play right now if you're in a depression. And I'm like, what the world are you talking about? So, um, it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to say is uh, we'll keep plugging this is uh, Bert and I created. So I wrote a long Last of Us retrospective a couple years ago, and then Bert and I turned it into a video. Um, which uh, we're pr- quite proud of, to be honest. So I know Eric checked it out this week and shared it, um, but definitely uh, take a look at that. It's on the site. Uh, you can see it right on the cover of the site at the bottom and uh, or look it up on the site as well. So good stuff. All right. Where are we at here, guys? EA Play. Let's move on to EA Play. Before we so, get going, let's, let's, uh, we got a giveaway to do today. In go chat. ahead. So um, this week we're going to give away a shirt. Your pick. Tell me the size, the color, the logo that you want, um, and we will link that. You can go to seasongaming.com, uh, go to merch, and it'll take you to the site. Uh, we use what? Threadless? Threadless, yeah. Um, yep. But pick any T-shirt that you'd like. Um, I'll put my name in the – or whoever wins, I'll, I'll, I'll get in touch, in touch with them. Um, just type in with the hashtag uh, merch in the uh <laughs> i was gonna say delayed but you know we'll just do merch just, <laughs> that is a previously worn by yeah. delayed until 20 yeah. <laughs> yeah now your your merch might be delayed until 2077 but you know <laughs> you still get that you know nice win so type in merch hashtag merch in the chat i'll do a random drawing towards the end of the show um i'll keep reminding you in the chat um but yeah man these things are super high quality for you know stuff that I you know I buy a lot of gaming shirts. This stuff is actually really really good stuff. So 
Um, good luck, and let's get to some EA play. There you go, guys. Five Hashtag minutes. Hashtag merch in the chat if, uh, you know, get a free piece of item. And you can go on the store right now and basically yeah. look through all the logos, look through the sizes. There's different material shirts. There's four different types of shirts. There's um, there's all kinds of stuff you can choose from. So, yeah, take a look. Uh, what's up, Dizzy? And what's up? I see BZ. What's going on? And who else uh, joined? Jordan, good to see you live, man. I know Jordan can't catch us live sometimes, so good to see you. Um, Darren, we have uh, actually touched on Crunch a few times. I did see your comment. We talked talked about Crunch and Last of Us, or excuse me, uh, Naughty Dog and a few of those companies before. So I won't take us down that rabbit hole today, but uh, it's definitely a worthwhile conversation. So check out um, if you missed it. Some of our other conversations have definitely mentioned that as well. So Lords, what's up? I don't know yeah, if that's Cog or King or someone, but what's going on? Morning. All right, guys. EA Play. So. <laughs> Uh, I got pretty excited for EA Play. I don't know why I got excited. Bert and I were have been at the last two EA Play Live in LA. Um, 2018 wasn't bad, I would say, Bert. We had actually had a pretty good time. 2019 was a big letdown, complete waste of our time. Um, and 2020 <laughs> feels like it was a digital waste of time. So yeah, we'll talk about the few kind of good things that, you know, we'll get to Star Wars and a couple of the other things. But did just share your thoughts on the actual presentation. Go for it, Bert. <laughs> I don't know what to say without being a total <laughs> no, wet blanket. I should have just renamed myself Wet Blanket at EA just Play. Just Wet Blanket it, man. Um, right. So my <laughs> Greg Miller did a good job. My, my, my I, felt, I felt yeah. bad for Greg because Greg's yeah. a nice guy, and he was trying yeah. to be hyped and you know pleasant and get it going, and it was just like you got nothing to hype here, man. <laughs> He's got the little letters in the background. You know, here's an H. You know, it's right here. I was joking with you guys during it because I was like, how much is Greg Miller getting paid to act so fake right now? I bet you the second he logged off or the camera shut off, he's like, what am I doing here? <laughs> Where have I gone wrong? Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's there is a couple cool things to EA play. If, I, if I'm to pull the positive card out, um, if you're a big Apex fan, a few cool things to hear about that. The, the big and one of the only interesting things about it was a Star Wars game coming out. Uh, the presentation itself was okay. Uh, it had better streaming quality, I'll say that, than um, Sony and Xbox did. So there's that uh, silver lining. But some of the announcements, I, I just kind of wonder, who is EA catering to these days? Is it to kids? Is it to people that casually play a video game? Or who is it to? Because I... I fell asleep at actually one part of it. It was so bad. <laughs> and another part, I was like, okay, they're talking too long about something I just don't care about anymore. And I started actually, I moved from the TV to my phone to continue watching it while I game. So I was actually able to get everything I needed from my phone instead of focusing on that. So it is what it is. It was a very long presentation for mostly nothing that I'm that interested in. So it was very unfortunate. It is unfortunate. It's, it's, you know, last year it was funny because you guys, you know, you guys were there at E3 and, and you guys kept texting me, you know, you know, we, should, we ch chatted in the messaging and you're just like, this is the most horrendous thing we've ever it been It was through. bad, man. Was I don't so even know bad. how to describe how bad it was last year. <laughs> yeah, and it, I know who's in chat, Cog. I know, I think Cog was there too. It The space was like really limited. There was nothing new to really celebrate or see. The lines just to see like a basic video were like two hours long. It was it was baffling to me, man. It was man. bad. Yeah, I mean, and, and basically they took that it looks like and put it on here. We know what we <laughs> wanted to see, right? We wanted to see 
Mass Effect Trilogy Remastered. Of course. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. Where was it? You know, and that you still hear stuff like, oh, they're still working on it. And why not show it? Just say, hey. I mean, that's all you got to do. It's not like EA has this great, you know, rapport with, like, their customers. They just... <laughs> they you didn't even with, have to say with customers. They with just, anybody, really, yeah. You don't have to end that sentence with anything. No, and no. It's, just, it's just so frustrating that, you know, and, and they typically don't do a lot of remasters or dead space. You had nothing about that, you know, and, and it's just, that's what I want to turn in. Like that day was so bad already because of cyberpunk being delayed. <laughs> and then this came out and I was just like, man, just you kick me in one ball and then you kick me in the other ball like separately. <laughs> and it was, it was so annoying. <laughs> I was so mad. And if the last of us two has, you know, wasn't coming out that night, I would have been, you know, just a mess, a mess. But yeah, screw you, EA. I don't like you. It's mass. You remind me of uh, the Avengers Endgame scene where uh, Chris Pratt gets kicked in the nuts by Gamora, and he goes, "You missed it the first time, but the second time you got both of them." Exactly. No, he hit me both times. What's up, Persian? Persian said he got a shirt today. Good timing. That's awesome. Nice. So nice. enjoy it, man. What do you, what do you um, think, Ames? I mean, we've been to no, a couple I'm, of them. I'm right week. with you guys. Yeah, we were texting during it. And I literally did. I was laying on my couch because I threw it up on my TV. And like halfway through, I literally started drifting off. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm falling asleep. Like there's nothing exciting about that. Why do you open? This is an E3 show, basically, right? It's a replacement for E3. And you open showing Apex content that's already out. Like what is with these shows starting on something like the PS5 show, starting with Grand Theft Auto V. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You should always start with a banger. That's like rule 101. I don't banger. Know. I'm getting mad. Banger. Turn it red. <laughs> One thing that makes me kind of chuckle even worse is that imagine if this didn't happen and that was EA Play. Like, if we actually attended again this year and that's all they had at no. EA Play. I mean, I would have burned the motherfucker down. <laughs> We would, we would have gone with the Lord. We would have gone with the Lord. Sorry. Sorry for anyone. <laughs> oh, uh, Say it again, Bert. Oh. We, would have, we would have showed up to EA Play with the whole Lord's, like, you know, posse, all of us showing up to EA Play and go, what the fuck? No, we would have hit the bar down the street. That would have been a better, better time. That would have been hilarious, man. Yeah. Like, guys, we're out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it didn't. It just didn't make any sense to me. But anyway, we could harp on it. It seems like almost everyone agrees. In fact, I, I don't. I can't think of one person who we interact with in our community or on Twitter that actually said, I love DA play. I don't think I've seen one person say that. Uh, Not even the EA ambassadors had anything to say, which was funny. No, they're like, sorry, I, I couldn't log into Twitter guys. Yeah. I missed it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no doubt. Cog rooftop bar was the better option. No doubt. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So let's talk about it. At least talk about a few of the games. There were a, a few cool games. Obviously star Wars got the headline. So we'll talk about that. So star Wars squadrons comes out October 2nd. Uh, I believe it was leaked that it's a $39.99 game, which is pretty interesting. It's going to have uh, the rumor of the campaign seemingly true. So two campaigns uh, playable from both sides. So you can play as part of the uh, New Republic or the uh, Imperials. <clears throat> Excuse me, short campaign on both sides. And then it's got a dedicated multiplayer mode, five on five, with two different modes in the multiplayer. One of them is just straight dogfighting. The other is similar to like we've seen out of um, some Battlefield games where it's kind of like a multi-stage uh, process where you have to eventually take down like the uh, the head, the flagship. So uh, there's uh, four different ship types on each um, on each side. You get to create your own, you know, customize it a little bit. Uh, we saw some screenshots like this where it has like a bobblehead mm -hmm. in your cockpit that you uh, apparently get to customize. 
And some of these, um, some of these screenshots and uh, uh, combat look really, really cool. And of mm -hmm. course, the biggest thing about it, right, is that on PS4 and PC, it's playable in uh, VR the entire game. So both the campaigns and the multiplayer, which is kind of crazy and kind of cool. So I'm actually pretty excited for this, guys. I think a forty dollar mm -hmm. dedicated Star Wars game with multiplayer and a nice, you know, c concise campaign, maybe similar to Battlefront Two, sounds like a good a good time to me. Yeah, for, for me, it's going to be, is this a game that you play a few times, you get the most out of the campaign, and then you play a few multiplayer matches, and you're like, okay, I'm done. I, I, I got my full, you know, plate. Or is it going to be something that you come back to and play a lot of multiplayer with your friends on? So um, the presentation looked cool. What they showed looked cool. How deep is it? Will it be something that will have legs for a long period of time? Or, like I said, is it a one, <laughs> two, three for me? That's yeah. the big question with multiplayer. Sorry, Dan, I was going to say. No, is, you're fine. They've got five on five, dedicated, right? You've got four ships. So it looks like they're really trying to get a, a balanced multiplayer, right? Not just some gung-ho Wild West thing. If it's five <laughs> on five, uh, dedicated teams, there's four ship types that match on either side, uh, clear objectives. So it really comes down to is it balanced, is it competitive, and what kind of depth does it have, to your point? Yeah, I need – well, I mean, but you can play against the AI, which what? Yeah. My, my question is – In multiplayer? We, yeah. So that was one of the things oh, they said. No. They said that you know that. the conquest mode or whatever they have. Yeah, fleet battles. Fleet battles. Okay, whatever. It's conquest. So <laughs> if we're gonna talk about it, we're gonna get it right. Conquest. Um, <laughs> we're yeah, not whatever. amateur gaming. Get it's, it right. Yeah, it's conquest. So <laughs> anyway, so if they if we could do something like that, where you know four of us could squat up, go up against that's more my speed, you know, where I don't have to fight against people that are better than me because most Damn, people will Dan. be. Yes, Killing. I'm not super competitive, you know, but that's what I want to see. I mean, and that's 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 I'm, I'm, I'm almost to the point now where I'm going to buy one of those Hoda's, you know, sticks so I can like, you know, sit there and have my control, my joystick and my throttle. I mean, it was I mean, I'm, I've been looking at them, seriously looking <laughs> at them, you know, just for this game. Um, also, probably for Ace Combat, but the VR thing really has me excited, but also a little bit nervous because I don't know how you know, much it's going to make me nauseous, I guess. That's what I was concerned yeah. about, especially multiplayer, like where you're trying right. to be really precise and competitive. Uh, yeah. yeah, that could be tough. Yeah, if you're flying around and, you know, like puking every 10 seconds, then it's probably not, you know, going to be a great game to play, you know, so. It's so, <laughs> so do you guys remember the, uh, there was a free demo you got with Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, where it was yeah. just VR um, and you could play in a space battle. And I think there was a couple of missions and that's all it was. I'm mm. assuming that it's going to be better than that. And that was actually pretty fun to play, but it did take a few uh, attempts before you got your bearings on the VR stuff because you could look around pretty much everywhere. But I wonder if that's only going to be single player because that seems like that would be hard to do with VR um, multiplayer wise. But yeah, I think I think Battlefront had like a on the PlayStation had a VR mission too. Had a couple missions. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. so that might be something I do. I go back and try that out before I, you know, go all in on the VR on the side. But I, the, just yeah. the you know, it, it's exciting to think. You know, I love Star Wars. This is, you know, when, when Battlefront came out, th this was always my favorite part of the game were the yeah. space battles and stuff. Yep. Um, and I was actually okay at it, which was amazing. So that was, you know, that's what I've always wanted. I love X-Wing versus TIE Fighter back in the day. I had the sticks, um, you know, whatever that Rebel Alliance game was, you know, yeah. on, on PC. God, it was, that's what I really want to play. 
Um, so, and for 40 bucks, I can't, you can't really complain about that. It's not too bad. And no. you know, now we have nothing to play until November. <laughs> I was just going to say that because when we first saw the date, I was like, I'll be playing Cyberpunk. I'm not buying this. And now yeah. it looks like I'll be buying it as long as it's before the uh, next gen consoles, which October 2nd, I'm pretty sure it will be. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple, uh, we did have a couple questions. I think Darren asked, is it supposed to, are the space battles supposed to play like the Battlefront 2 ones? What I've heard and saw is that it's a different engine um, and they're they're more focused on the actual flight in this. So I would presume that it's going to be a little more polished than what we saw in Battlefront 2. Even though I like the ones in Battlefront 2, I think it's going to be a little more polished than that. BZ mm-hmm. um, says, yeah, I'm going to be winning but puking everywhere. Yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> <laughs> definitely going to be interesting. Uh, Freaking Ed, good to see you in here too, Kel. Uh, Cyber's in as well. What's up, man? Um, yeah, I'm, it's, I'm it's really excited. first person too, right? So it's Say it not again? like that. It's, it's first person only. The entire uh, game. Yeah. So not so, not just the, right. the multiplayer, but even the campaign is first person only. Yeah, you could play third person on those space battles in Battlefront. Yes. Not anymore, I guess. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. think about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So should be I guess they probably had to do that to make it VR, right? You can't have all these transitions of uh, camera perspectives when you're trying to nail it down for VR. <clears throat> so uh, guys, for anyone who's just joined chat, Dan's giving away a uh, uh, season gaming shirt today. Any any style, any size, what have you that you want. All you have to do is uh, type hashtag merch in the chat, and he's going to do a random drawing here in a little bit. So stay tuned. All right. <clears throat> so the other big announcement was right at the end. Uh, I think where all of us were hoping, okay, here's where they're going to talk about Mass Effect. Here's where they're going to show um, um, what's Dragon Age. Dead, Dead Space, Dragon Age. Yeah. Uh, we're getting Skate, and I not to be down on Skate. I know it's got a huge community. I like the Skate games as well. I'm actually pretty excited that they're bringing it back. I just don't think it had the kind of AAA excitement that you know Mass Effect or Dead Space would have gotten. But uh, De- uh, excuse me, Skate Four is coming. Um, they didn't talk about development timeline or anything. It sounded like honestly, this is just being kind of started. So I wouldn't expect this anytime soon. But are you guys, we've got Tony Hawk coming back, you know, in September, and that's pretty exciting. But it sounds like Skate's going to be kind of full next-gen only based on timelines. <laughs> what do you guys think about this? Go ahead. Yeah, so I, know, I know people have been, like, looking for a skating game just in general for a long time. They haven't really had anything for a while. And I wonder if the, the hype that came from Tony Hawk when that was announced and the pre-orders came through really made, really made EA say, hey, that Skate 4 game that we've been talking about for a while is right now the right time to do that. And I think it is. I mean, the in the interviews that they were having, once again, very scripted, kind of corny. Uh, but it seemed like it's something that is just getting started. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the development team is really small right now and they're trying to map out how it's going to play and stuff. But um, I'm excited for it. I'm not sure if it's something that you end an entire conference with and say this is the most amazing thing coming. But I know that there's a lot of people that are excited for Skate 4 to come back. It's the only skating game that came close to the hype that Tony Hawk had. So, um, yeah. Good. That, that should be fun for a lot of people. Yeah, and I mean, if you're not aware, right, Skate 3 is actually playable on the Xbox One, and it's enhanced. So, I mean, if you're just kind of excited and, and wanting that skateboarding experience, uh, you can go play that today. And uh, that new game from the smaller development company, Session, is actually out in game preview on the Xbox One as well, and I believe has a free trial. So you can you can try it for free. So uh seems like skateboarding is coming back, guys. Dan, were you yeah. big in these games? Uh, like I said before, I've always been more of a SSX guy. Uh, yeah. Tricky, you know. Um, yeah, Tony Hawk for sure. Back in the day, um, but when it gets to the point where it's like you gotta, you know, it's, this is the equivalent to 
uh, I play golf games with a three button press and now you're going to give me a stick to, you know, I heard session was super hard. Like yeah, super it's supposed tough. to be more of a simulation. Yeah. The right. controls were tough. Yep. Right. Yeah. And that's that I'm, I'm, I'm no. That's what Tony Hawk was good at. Tony Hawk was good at being really fun and like making you feel like a superhero. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's, yep. that's what I want, man. Skate had a bit of a mix. I mean, it yeah. was it was not a superhero-ish at all, but at the same time, it wasn't a simulator. It was somewhere in the middle. Um, and it was pretty fun. Like I said, a lot of the big skate people, like I used to skateboard quite a bit. I do more longboarding than that kind of stuff, but um, people have been wanting this for a while. So it's cool to see, but like I said, I'm not sure. Well, one thing I will say that you were talking about earlier, Ains, is something that they didn't mention at all, was there's been talk of a new need for speed um, that's being developed and made, and they didn't even mention it at EA Play. It wasn't even talked about. So Need for speed? They, they mentioned it? Well, I'm talking about in full detail. I mean, they spent- No, 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 no. They, they just they mentioned it. They said Criterion's it. making it. Yeah, they, they spent more time talking about a game yeah. that just is starting development than they did in a game that's already far in development. So- yeah, um, true. It was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. It's it's cool to hear that Criterion's coming back. I don't know what that means for Ghost Games, right? They built up Ghost Games over the past couple of years, making mm -hmm. the Need for Speed to try and be something good. And now, what are they working on? We don't know. It's not Dead Space, apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm excited about skating. You know, I'll wait to see what comes of it. I'm super pumped about Tony Hawk uh, because it looks really good, and that's coming out soon. We have no idea when Skate's coming out. I saw Dizzy in chat said that session is the dark souls of skateboarding games. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and uh, I do like that um, Chris is asking for, he wants a, a name season gaming shirt of me burning down the house. So oh, we may we have to work on that. Yeah. Yeah. We may have to work on that one. Um, <clears throat> all right. So uh, talk real quick about lost and random. This was one of the other games that actually kind of caught people's attention. It's one of the EA originals coming out. Uh, it has this kind of Tim Burton ish type of vibe where you're a, uh, it's third person and you're in this kind of dark, you know, gothic looking world and you have a, a literal die, D-I-I, D-I-E with you um, that rolls and who, uh, who knows what the mechanics are. But it looked interesting, if nothing else. I know a lot of people are saying, hey, that looks pretty cool. I'll play that. I was interested in it. I don't know why you spend six, seven minutes of your E3 show to show this game. But um, if nothing else, I thought it looked pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those ones that kind of get lost in the shuffle you know yeah. and, and, and like lost and random almost yeah and maybe it gets lost in the random so that might happen that's where they came uh, up with I, the title i have so little to say about that game because i think i was paying more attention to our chat at the time <laughs> <laughs> than i was the actual show that i was watching so yeah it was it, it was all right i guess i mean it looks yeah. I figured I'd mention it because I saw people excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. The art style is cool as hell. I, I, I think EA is really pushing this EA Originals thing. Um, yep. They do it every single uh, EA play date, even the one we went to in 2018. I've enjoyed a couple of the games. Um, some of the other ones, you know, A Way Out is <laughs> just an auto. Oh, don't but, worry. Uh, he's back. <laughs> he's back. Um, I enjoyed Unravel. I enjoyed Unravel 2. And, and I enjoyed Sea of Solitude for what it is. It's not a game that I would tell everybody, you must play this, but I think it's something to play if you have nothing else to play. But there's some other ones we're going to talk about. <laughs> if you uh, have literally uh, nothing else to play. Yeah, if you're in a downtime. Perfect and game for you. Yeah, nothing to play. Yeah. It's, it's good, but it's not amazing. But uh, we're about to talk about a couple of the other E originals, so I won't yeah. spoil it. But it, it yeah, for, you, for you guys that have no backlog whatsoever, 
go play this game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So, uh, and Eric was asking about this one, which they were trying to push is Rocket Arena. So yeah. this one looked, I guess, interesting. It's three on three. I thought it was going to be like six on six, but it's three on three, dedicated multiplayer where literally you only have rockets. So I don't know if, uh, I, I would love to know if one of the creators of this game or the idea for the game was a Halo player, because if you're not a Halo player and don't know, rockets only modes uh, with like uh, extra jumping ability have been a thing in Halo for 20 years now. Um, but this looks pretty cool. It looks to have characters, you know, like we've seen in a lot of games, kind of Overwatch-ish, you know, like unique Apex, mm -hmm. unique characters. Uh, very fast paced, very uh, partially cartoony, but looks just like a jump in and have a lot of fun multiplayer. So I'm I'm vaguely interested in this, depending on the mechanics. Um, obviously, it's got to play well. I think it looks like it could be a lot of fun, especially if you have like a squad of three. Hint, hint. Um, <laughs> we could definitely check this out. So uh, maybe this will be the next game we uh, we stream together and Dan can get pissed off about. That is a 100% fact that I will be pissed <laughs> off about something. So, yeah, but, I mean, I, I, it's basically what's Rocket League. This is like Conquest and, you know, whatever you call the fleet battles. I mean, it's... Fleet <laughs> killing me. What was it called? Fleet what? Fleet oh, battles. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, then I got it. I don't know why it. Conquest keeps coming out. Yeah, because it's, that's what it was. Anyway, so this is Rocket League. It's three on three. It's basically... By, by the way, if you're comparing it, it would be Rush, not yeah. Conquest. Get your battlefield right, bro. It's been so long since I played that game. <laughs> I think the last time I played was with you guys. And he used this phrase, I, I've slept since then. So I don't know. <laughs> I've slept since then several times. Um, I mean, this is one of those ones where it's like dedicated multiplayer. So guess what? Dan's going to not play it probably. Yeah. Um, but I, I jump on this kind of stuff with you guys, you know, right <clears throat> out, you know, and, and it's, it's. And we may get a trial in EA Access anyway. Yeah. You yeah. may not have to buy yeah. it. Well, I'm 100% cool. probably not going to buy it. So the trial <laughs> better be awesome. Um, or, you know, you wait a year and it'll be on EA Access. So, you know. A year. Yeah. Two, three months. I don't know what the hell. It <laughs> it's one of those games where it's just like, man, come on, EA. You have all this stuff sitting in your pocket and this is what you give us. So, Yeah, yeah and I think it's a smaller development studio and I, I applaud them for doing it it looks like it could be a lot of fun I, I did see that one of the developers on twitter saying he's you know he's been working on this for three years um hmm. so apparently they've been working on it for a while it might be a small team i just don't get why I, i'm not i'm a fan of showing indie developers during these big shows i think it's cool but they spent way too much of their show on it do you know what i mean like oh, yeah. i like how xbox does it with like a sizzle reel right so you can see the game for like 10 20 seconds you're like oh that looks cool and then you go check it out you don't you don't spend like six seven minutes per game on a game that ninety percent of your audience isn't interested in. Yep. Anyway, now, I, I, to me this looks more like a and it kind of reminds me of when Roller Champions was shown at the Ubisoft uh, presentation last year. Yeah. Kind of like a, a casual game that maybe a few people will play. I do see this being popular in the younger audiences, like someone between ten and fifteen years old. They play games like Fortnite and Rocket League and stuff like that. I can see that being picked up there and people playing their teams of three, but I don't. I don't think this is going to be um, a big seller. That ain't it. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> this uh, ain't it, fun, boys. But, but that, that's about it. That's all I can say on it. It looks fun, and that's about as far as it goes. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. All right, Eric. For good. Thanks for stopping by, guys. Uh, so let's. Get, Joseph Ferris's new game. So you mentioned a way out, Bert. I know this is your uh, favorite developer in the industry. So we'll go ahead and talk about this for a little bit. Uh, Hayes Light, his company, is making a game called It Takes Two. 
and uh, they gave him his own kind of presentation on this. He's kind of like a mini celebrity for his video game awards thing, which EA obviously, you know, kind of played up <laughs> for whatever reason. And this is a game apparently where uh, it's a child that's dealing with his parents' divorce. And so there's a um, uh, how you play this is that he has two dolls that come to life. And it's going to be another game where you have two players playing in co-op and each one of them controls one of the dolls. And obviously uh, it sounds like they're going to be touching on some kind of mental distress or you know something to do with the distress on the kid with his parents divorcing so um you know i'm fully open to seeing what this looks like i thought the art style looks pretty cool um it looks like more of a platforming game which i can definitely get into i just after a way out man i'm kind of burnt i he hyped that game up so much and talked about it like it was the greatest thing and it was just so poorly written and what we played what Bert, an hour or two and i was like yeah i can't keep playing this yeah it's, I can't keep doing it. it's so, bad but you know, maybe this one's better. Uh, agreed. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. No, I mean these these kind of games. I mean, you 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 really kind of narrow your you know your player base here by doing this stuff. I mean, and it's it's fine. You know, do your thing. I'm not knocking your you know whatever you want to do, man. But um, if they, I, I assume they have the buddy pass again. You know, with the co-op thing yeah, where you don't person has to buy it and. Um, We'll see. Yeah, I mean, if I, if I were making a game, I guess the best thing to do is to get on a award show and yell cuss words and random stuff, and then I'll be, like, super famous, and then I can make whatever I want. And we'll, <laughs> so, Joe's I, he's, he's one guy that is just overly confident about something that he's not exactly like a Kojima or a, a Miyazaki or anything like that, but he acts like he is, which is really interesting to me. Um, he said all, they're pushing the boundaries of game development. I'm like, yeah. no, you're not. Yeah, it, it's interesting. <laughs> you're pushing it backwards. <laughs> see, and I, I know we give people like Kojima, uh, Kojima a hard time, but you can definitely see he's got a massive fan following. Um, I have no idea who, who Ferris's massive fan following is, but uh, he's an interesting character. Fun that he does what he does at these presentations, but... Um, I like, like you said, Ains, I'm open to what this game is going to be. A Way Out was pretty poor. Brothers was pretty good, uh, but that's, yeah. that's about yeah. as far as it goes. It doesn't go any further than that for me. Um, yeah. I'll play it when it's free on EA Access from what I've seen so far. Yep, I'm with you. I'm with you, so we'll see. All right, and then finally on the EA Play, we'll wrap it up, is uh, they, they did tease Bioware. Uh, they talked about it, and obviously what they were showing with these teaser images for Next Gen was Dragon Age. Um, the sad thing is, of course, is these images mean absolutely nothing. These are engine rendered images that lasted all of a couple seconds each. They look pretty. They look beautiful. The lighting, everything looks really cool. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm super, super excited for the next Dragon Age. So I'm not trying to sound down, but I just kind of hoped we'd learn a little more, you know, um, a little more about the game at all. But we didn't really get anything but these three images that I'm showing right now. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, well. I mean, at least they're working on it, I guess. So <laughs> they're also working on Anthem. I don't know if you heard that. Oh, for God's sakes! It's a, it's a really small team working on Anthem. So uh, <laughs> a guy with a napkin. That's all it is. Yep. All right. So let's uh, talk about uh, Mr. Delayed over here. Cyberpunk. Dan. It's delayed, I don't even want to get started, man. It's delayed. I want to skip this so much. <laughs> but it, it so. Was, 
so like when I, I I remember the exact moment I was kind of scrolling through Twitter. Damn, it was like a JFK moment for you. It was. I was like, and I was like, what? And then I sent that to you guys, and I believe I wrote. <laughs> I was in a work meeting when that came through, and I was like, "What happened?" Yeah. Dan was mad. Yeah, yeah for Dan, it's like JFK, nine eleven, cyberpunk yeah. delay. Yeah, that's, oh, come on. I don't. I don't think they were quite on the same level, Dan. Easy, easy. <laughs> it's a it joke, comment. Okay, thank God. Yeah, there it is. So here is. Here's the official delay. Um, it goes without saying, I don't even have to read all this because you already know what it says, right? It says that this was not a decision taken lightly. We don't like to do this to our fans. We just need, you know, the game's content complete. We need a couple months to polish it up. Uh, so it's coming out November 19th now. Um, which, most interesting, of course, is that right now, based on where we're at in rumors, it would be November week one through three is where Series X and PlayStation 5 are going to launch. So seeing it, this is a week before Thanksgiving, and you know the consoles don't launch on Thanksgiving week, and they're not going to launch uh, in December, that this is probably aligns almost to the day with one, if not both, of the next-gen console launches. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 a it's very frustrating. Um, the first thing I said when I heard it is stop giving us dates. Just give us a window until you have a your, until your game has gone close to gold, and you can confirm a date that you can go with this on. But this is what the third delay that they have. Yeah, and it's not just like, like just like Witcher. Witcher yeah. was delayed three times. And it's not like they're delaying a month, a couple of weeks or something. They're delaying like long periods of time. And so um, it's also going to make people pretty confused on to which version to buy um, because the whole, you know, am I going to play it on PlayStation 5 or Xbox um, XSX? Um, which, one are, which one are you going to be playing it on? Um, and that stuff like that. Now, they have mm -hmm. mentioned that regardless if you buy it on the PlayStation 4 or Xbox One, that it'll be able to be just literally moved over to the next consoles. That's cool. I think most people that are getting that next console are probably going to wait to play it on there unless they're playing it on launch date. But um, it's it's interesting. Um, the, the other weird thing is when we saw the game and what we've been hearing for a long time is that they have been in a polish uh, mode. They're not adding new things or new missions or anything. So how much polish is this game getting in order for it to run right? Um, I've also heard the conversation that they've struggled really hard to put this game on the launch Xbox and the launch PlayStation 4, that it really has only been able to run pretty well on the PlayStation 4 Pro and the Xbox One X. And so that's another reason that they might be delaying this. Just they might be now focusing on the next gen consoles for optimization. But um, I'm not sure. It's it's pretty disheartening. I wish they would have just given us a window versus another date because it's probably going to get delayed again. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, I, I'm disappointed. I wasn't as bad <laughs> as Dan. I, I'm disappointed. I think the funniest comment you had, Dan, and I saw other people making the same, right, is I, I have the Cyberpunk Xbox One X, and I'm not even going to get to play the game on it, um, which is kind of – it is really funny when you think about it. Um, Hilarious. <laughs> um, but I think a lot of us have said – from the start with it coming out in September that, man, it's only going to miss next gen by two months. It'd be cool if it was just, you know, because we were all talking about going back to play it on our Series X or PS5 or whatever. And now you basically can just play it there right from launch because the system will be out. 
um, if not out within a few days of launch. So that I'm trying to look at the positive, right? We're going to get to play a slightly better version of it. Now, they, they were clear it's going to be playable on PS5 Series X. It will look and run better, but it's not going to be the full kind of uh, update in texture, resolution, and all those other things. That will come mm -hmm. at a later date. So if nothing else, you know, it'll reduce load times, a little probably better frame rate, look a little sharper. Uh, I know one thing for sure. I don't have to debate between PC and Xbox anymore. I'll just play it on the Series X. That's good. I, 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 I'm so you get to a point in your in your life here. You know, I'm 45 years old. You know, I, I'm I, 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 every every day here is a blessing. You know, I could have a heart attack tomorrow. You know, <laughs> every day here is a blessing. <laughs> You never know. Oh you know, you know I'm, I'm on the floor and I'm, I'm dead, you know, and now, guess what? You delayed Cyberpunk 15 times and I never get to play it. You know, if, if, that, if you die before it comes out, I'll make yeah. sure that a copy of the game and your Cyberpunk console are with you in the ground. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're in welcome. fact, you know, get a really long extension cord maybe and like play it, you know. <laughs> like a controller. Put a little L, I'm going to put an OLED in your coffin. Yeah. You, know, just, you, know, you, 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 we get to the point as gamers where we just kind of get used to how these companies do their things, and that's fine. Yeah, I can't say you know if it's not done, it's not done. But you know, we get like I said last week, we get this whole you know temper your expectations. Oh, we're going to delay it again. You basically just could have copied and pasted what you wrote on that last release <laughs> last time. Oh, it's done, but we have to go through this again. You know what? Stop. Just release it. it. If this thing comes out and it has zero bugs, fine. I don't think that's going to happen. This thing is going to be a buggy mess regardless because it's such a huge game. You know, if you're trying to, you know, avoid what you had when The Witcher 3 came out, don't. You know, the more hands and eyes you have on it, maybe, the more that, you know, you have got the chance to, you know, find those other bugs. And I, I don't know. I can't speak about the scope. I'm supposed it's supposed to be huge. I'm just I'm just tired of these delays. I'm tired of it. And then you know, like you said, okay, we'll get to play an enhanced version, but it's not the enhanced version. You know, we talked about okay, we'll go back and play it again. Yeah. You know, but we still have to do that because <laughs> you're still not going to get the, you know, the same uh, the same thing. You know, it, it's just it's frustrating because I've looked forward to it. It's more of just you know, again, a kick to the nuts. You know, when I'm waiting and waiting and waiting, luckily, like I said, Last of Us 2 is here. We've got Ghost of Tsushima coming out. Um, there's some games in September yeah, as well, yeah. other games. It's Star <laughs> yeah. Wars in October. I mean, there's going to be yeah. plenty to play. Yeah, I'm not, there's always stuff to play, but it's just it's just so frustrating all the time. It's, it's to Bert's point, right? It, it just stop setting the expectation. Yep. If, if you didn't have the expectation of already being delayed and then September, you wouldn't be having this feeling right now. Yeah, because yeah, the expectation well, would be gone. Right. Yeah. It's but it's such a huge game. You know, I, I left my, my that one Twitter account, which I just kind of restarted up, and I look which back has been at my hilarious, pin, by the way. <laughs> my pinned tweet there, you know, it still kind of says, you know, like if, if Pong was my alpha, then Cyberpunk might be my omega. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that was that was, and that's true because it's, it, I was like, man, there's gonna be a point in my life where I, I stop gaming completely. You know, either you know. I get too old. Apparently, in the next couple of months, if you keep it up, yeah. or yeah, or I die. Yeah, not from death, just from. 
just from you know being you know just get, you get to a point where it's just like well like i just i'm just it's not the same as it was before right and 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 i i saw a 45 minute trailer that they released at that e3 that's all i had going on it and that's yeah. how excited i was for this game because it looks so cool um even back when they released the original trailer right the one with the yeah. girl it was all cgi but it was like yes this is what i want i'm looking at a cyberpunk screenshot right now i am all in on this game so is any it, is it this one i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear it <laughs> I just, there it goes do you, do, you, do, you, do you feel better at all uh, no i feel no better. <laughs> Hey, I want to say I want to say what's up to Yago in the chat. What's up, dude? Thanks for joining. And we got a ten dollars super chat to call out real quick. So Hassan, oh boy, I'm not trying that last name. Anyone else want to try? I don't want to mess it up. So Hassan, Abu Zayed. <laughs> there you go. You probably got it right. Good job. So he just said he's talking to you, Dan. Take it easy. All I can say. <laughs> he's trying to just keep you alive until Cyberpunk comes I out. It. I appreciate it. <laughs> Elu said, I mean, "Is that to cover your funeral expenses?" Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, <just laughs> throw me in a fire somewhere and melt me, put me in a can. <laughs> Guys, if uh, you're just joining, by the way, don't forget Dan's giving away some season gaming merch. Just put hashtag merch in the chat. He's going to pick a winner here shortly. Yep. All right, we can move. We can move on from Cyberpunk. Yeah, we, let's we, move on. Let's move on. Yeah, we all we all know it's one of our most anticipated games. We're moving on. Why? Real quick, I want to touch on Crash Bandicoot Four has been rated in Japan. Uh, we also have cover art and a description. It's called It's About Time. And here's the description of it. Crash is relaxing and exploring his island in his time, 1998, when he finds a mysterious mask hidden away in a cave, Lani Loli. The mask is one of the quantum masks and apparently knows Aku Aku, Crash's mask friend. With the quantum mask returning and quantum rift appearing near their heroes, they decide to bravely head through to different time periods and dimensions to stop whoever is responsible. So... Um, I was a big Crash Bandicoot fan back in the day, of course. Uh, the remix trilogy that came out, I thought was pretty good, but especially in Crash Bandicoot 1, you did feel that it was pretty dated, uh, even though it looked, you know, beautiful and up and all that. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see what this looks like. We obviously don't have any gameplay yet, but I'm excited that they're actually bringing Crash back. What about yeah. you guys? Cool X PlayStation mascot. Always was a lot of fun seeing the ads and the stuff. But as you're saying, Ains, the last ones, the just the game mechanics were very dated. Uh, it might have looked cool, but you know they had, didn't really change anything as far as like gameplay. Uh, I wonder if they've evolved it at all. I wonder if it's different. I wonder if it's still that same camera movement and everything. But yeah. I want to see more of it. The um, the game art looks fine. <laughs> I mean, there's not much else to talk about it, but yeah. it's cool that it's coming. It'll be on all consoles, from what I understand. Xbox, PlayStation. I don't think Switch was announced on there. They didn't show. Well, it's yeah. not rated for Switch, but who knows? Yeah. It'll probably be ported in time. You know how that yeah. goes. But it looks fun. I mean, from what I've seen, and I'm excited for it. Yeah. I mean, as long as it doesn't get delayed, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Downer, hashtag Downer Dan. Downer Dan. <laughs> Dan the Downer. All right, let's oh, talk yeah. about something that we, you can be excited about. We're going to get the excitement level back up. Oh, Horizon going. Forbidden West. So uh, Sony knows that this is a major hit for them, obviously, right? And uh, they're definitely pushing kind of the marketing for this game. This week, we got a new video from uh, one of the game directors talking a little more about the game, giving us a few more details, which were interesting. So uh, they said the map, and I don't know... I don't know what they mean by this, to be honest with you, but they said the map stretches from Utah to the Pacific Ocean. 
So, but there's always when they talk about game maps, right? There's scale, right? They used to talk about like in Horizon games, racing games, like it's got this whole, you know, it's Australia. Well, no, it's not. You can't drive across all of Australia. So mm -hmm. I don't know what they mean by that, but it sounds cool. Uh, the thing I do like the most is they said dozens of new machines, which is mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. They have full underwater areas that are explorable, like we saw in the video. There's going to be uh, several new tribes. Some of them are peaceful. Some of them are hostile. And there is one hostile tribe that can override machines and make them hostile as well as part of their uh, group. And then the world itself is going to have these massive supercell storms like we saw in the video that is uh, impacting the environment around you and will create all sorts of weather effects and, and dynamic situations. So this sounds really, really cool. They did release two new screenshots. What they say are screenshots, they don't look like screenshots to me. They look more like artist renderings, but um, regardless, they are beautiful, as you would expect for Horizon. And um, this one right here, the second one, is really impressive to me because if that is a screenshot, look at like the texture resolution on the rock she's standing on and everything. Oh, yeah. It yeah. just looks absolutely unbelievable. So super, super excited for this game. Um, they said they're aiming for 2021. I saw a whole bunch of sites and posts you know, launching in 2021. That's not what they said. They said aiming for 2021. Mm -hmm. So going back to Dan, slow your roll. I'm hope excited. It comes out, hope it comes out in 2021. They haven't said that. Other no. sites are reporting that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, this one is, you know, it, there's not enough information. You know, there's not, I don't know where they are in the process. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to play it when it comes out. But, you know, it, 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 I'm excited for it. You know, it's not cyberpunk levels of excitement, but it's right around here. It's close. Yeah, it's, close. it's up there. But this one, you know, it just announced, you know, not even a few weeks ago or a couple weeks ago. And, and that this is, you know, so we know they're working on it. We know, you know, some stuff, but it's not like, you know, it's a completely done game, you know, and no. for 2021, you know, I'm <laughs> guessing it's going to be 2022. <laughs> I'll call it right now. It's going to be 2022. I mean, it's going to be something that's not 2021. So, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yeah, cool. You know, get it done and give it to us. Yeah. I, to well, us. we've talked about it for a while. If you remember, when we were first talking about potential PlayStation 5 lineup and we kind of ran through the first party studios, right? We knew we weren't getting a new God of War soon because it's not enough time. We knew, obviously, Naughty Dog with Last of Us 2 coming and Sucker Punch with Ghost of Tsushima. We basically deduced right that horizon zero dawn 2 would be the first kind of major triple a first party game yeah, and even though it's not coming out for a year and a half or more right uh sony knows that these are the games that sell their system so of course they're pushing it it just makes sense yep i wouldn't be surprised if it's the fall game of 2021 if it's their big that's what i'm game. hoping yeah that's what i'm hoping I mean, because they haven't been working on anything else since Horizon Zero Dawn on the PlayStation 4. So since 2017, sure. I mean, they had a little bit of DLC, which is usually like a smaller team. Or they even farm it out sometimes to a different person that works on that. But this is all they've been working on. So that's four years of development, which is still kind of short for a game that is going to be, excuse me, as big in scale as this one, maybe. But um, I, this is another game that will probably be showing the first window of games for the PlayStation 5, and it'll only get bigger and better throughout the rest of the generation. So um, I'm excited for it. I mean, this is a day one for me. Um, if there was a pre-order option, I'd do it right now. Um, I can't wait to see more of Aloy. The whole games are fantastic, and I just want to see more story development than the first one had. The first one seemed to rely more on the graphics and the combat, and that's pretty, pretty much it. The story didn't really go that far outside of developing her, and that's it. But... Um, I'm excited for it. Bring it on. 
Yeah, <laughs> and I know one of the biggest complaints everyone had was the climbing, not being able to kind of traverse, you yeah. know, and I think in one of the clips you can kind of see her jump up on something. I'm hoping uh, just based on kind of all the feedback that they've improved that because if it's if it's kind of like real-time climbing or if you have some type of uh, peripheral that allows you to climb, I think that'll be a huge addition as well. In terms of, I'm already thinking about collectibles because I have the Thunder Jaw and I have some stuff and I like, as soon as I saw the trailer, I'm like, I hope they make something of this dude right here, this big snapping turtle, snapping yeah. turtle machine with like moss on his back. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. So we'll see. All right. So we've got a couple other things, guys. Uh, so we've got the DC Fandom, which was announced for August, August 24th to be exact. It's a uh, 24 hour event, virtual event. It's going to be all things DC Universe. So it's going to be uh, comics, movies, and games. Uh, for instance, uh, Snyder came out and uh, released a little teaser of the Justice League Snyder Cut. Um, what was it, Thursday or whatever, on Twitter and said that we're going to see the full trailer of it here at this fandom. But, of course, for this conversation, we have been asking for what feels like ever at this point new batman game where the hell is it we know it's being developed we have all this teaser stuff for it they've talked about it directly mm -hmm. where is it uh obviously the prevailing rumor right now is we'll see it here on august 24th so uh we don't know if we're going to see that but what are your i wanted to say what are your hopes for what this batman game will be and i know you guys know these universes particularly you bert way mm -hmm. better than i do so i'll let you kind of talk about like if you could have your ideal batman game for going into next gen what does this look like that's a tough, uh, tough answer on that one. Uh, from what we've heard, it's being developed by WB Montreal. It's been the rumor for a very long time. And the rumored storyline that they're going after is the Court of Owls storyline. Um, that hasn't been confirmed in any way, so don't quote me on that as fact or anything. But the Court of Owls story is very, very good. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that, if that's what it is. I hope that they do something different from the typical Joker arc that they took in the Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. And even to a certain extent, Batman Origins was pretty much the start of Batman and Joker. Um, they need another villain that really takes them through into the next generation of Arkham games, if that's what they're doing, um, and not run it solely on Batman versus Joker the entire time. But if Court of Owls is it, I'd be excited to see it. I want to see what the new engine is doing. I want to see if Rock, if they've carried on with Rocksteady's engine and simply evolved it into next gen, um, or if it's going to be the tail end of PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, and that's where that is, and then they work on an entirely new engine for Xbox um, uh, Series X and PlayStation 5. But either way, I'd be happy with a new one. The, the uh, Arkham games are my favorite comic games of the uh, this past generation, and I'd love to see something new. We really haven't seen anything new in a while outside of Arkham Knight. It's funny you mentioned Rocksteady because they too teased months ago now, months and months ago, that, yeah, you're going to see our new project soon. We still haven't seen anything. That's been happening for years. That's been my biggest like upset part of like leaks and stuff and stuff that's supposed to be coming in presentations and stuff. We still have yet to see anything. It's kind of, it's kind of like the Splinter Cell rumor that we get over and over. <laughs> I'm just over it. I'm tired of hearing about it. Just let me see it whenever you're ready, Rocksteady. But Ubisoft show is next month. I hear uh, Splinter Cell is going to be there. Shut up. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, just give me something. Yeah, at this point. I mean, I, we, you know, I think, Burr, you just played through Arkham Knight again, right? Yep. And yeah, so did I. And it was, it's so good. So good. Okay. So I, yeah. I mean, I'll probably tune into this. Is Arkham Knight the third one? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, it, 
Are you talking about releases? Like when they released? No, yeah, uh, just that main trilogy. Because it wasn't Asylum, yeah. City, and then Night. Is that right? No, it went Asylum. It went uh, Arkham City. Then Arkham Origins came out. This one was one that was actually developed by uh, WB Montreal. And then Rocksteady finished it off with Arkham um, Knight. That's right. At yep. the end. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, well, that, I did. Dan's done. <laughs> Anything you're looking for specifically on a death? I mean, like from a game like perspective. I mean, it's I, well, not a like, movie perspective. Yeah, <laughs> you're killing me. <laughs> you're killing me, dude. I want Arkham Knight, but maybe a little bit bigger and uh, a little bit nicer looking. I mean, that's I mean, I'm fine with better that. graphics yeah. and yeah. sound. Game more, so more Batman, more Batman. Um, I somehow incorporate the Joker in it because Mark Hamill <laughs> is fantastic. If it <laughs> has like a villain that you fight with Batman, that would be. <laughs> I mean, there's certain games that you can just go. I want more of that game with some quality of life improvements. Sure, That's it. you know, and you know, Last of Us Two is kind of that for me right now. It's like I want more of that, but with some. A little bit of improvement. That's all I need. I don't need anything. Okay. Be fantastic. It's a simple man. I'm a simple man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to even talk about my expectations because, frank, quite frankly, I don't have any. So I hope that it's really good. I was going to ask, though, for audience like me that may not know, what is the Court of Owls storyline in the comics? Like, what what is that based around? Is there it's a specific villain? What is it? Yeah, so it's essentially um, the Court of Owls are trying to take over Batman in general and kind of replace him as the savior of Arkham City. Um, they kind of think that he's kind of lost his ways and is not doing a good job anymore. And they pretty much take it over um, in that way. Um, so it's like an organized... It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a whole organization. Yeah, and it's okay. the Court of Owls is known as one of the best Batman stories in comics. Um, there's tons I've of seen them. that. Um, yeah. yeah, A lot of people like it. Uh, one other thing that's really interesting, and on the topic of Last of Us, is Troy Baker um, did the voice for Joker in Batman Origins. If you and he has almost a perfect impression of Mark Hamill's Joker. So <laughs> if you ever hear Troy Baker do an impression of Hamill, it's crazy. Like you can almost envision Hamill being in the room because yes. uh, Baker's incredibly talented as a voice actor. By the yeah. way, if you don't know one him of already, the best. But, um, so if even, Hamill has said he has put joker away from a video game perspective he's not going to do another um rock steady game unless there's some story that really reels him back in so if he says no to it i can see baker stepping in as joker because he's already done wb montreal work already but like i said i just need somebody else besides joker i'm a little over joker in the games i love joker he's the best batman villain but you have to kind of evolve a little bit there's so many batman villains that you could do something really cool with cool uh, what Carl in chat, new Batman. Carl's just out here busting jokes left and right. What do you do? The pigeon. The pigeon. A new villain titled the pigeon. <laughs> All right. I'm playing. So th this is not for us, and I don't think much of our audience, but I'm just going to mention it real quick that there was a Pokemon event this week. Um, they announced several new things, the biggest of which is the return of franchise Pokemon Snap, the last Snap game released on the Nintendo 64 like 20 years ago. So I saw a big audience, you know, and obviously Pokemon has a massive audience, but I saw a lot of people very excited for this. They also announced a few smaller games called Cafe and Smile, which are like mobile apps. Uh, Cafe is also coming to the Switch. And then the expansion to Sword and Shield, including the... Um, 
the region that you can go play right now, actually. Even if you don't have the DLC, you can demo it. So uh, if you are a Pokemon fan and you're listening, uh, you're probably already aware of this stuff. Um, but I don't know, like, Dan, I, the only one of the reasons I bring this any of your kids play Pokemon? Yeah. Like, even my oldest son is, he's like 21, he, but he's still, he's all about that, like, Pokemon Go. And, like, if we go somewhere that his phone, he's I'm like, what are you doing, man? This is insane. <laughs> I think it's just that generation. Like, yeah, yeah, I think it is. yeah, it's a generation just yeah, right under us. Yeah, my, my younger ones are, you know, they're kind of semi into it. You know, like they'll do that kind of stuff if like their big brother is. But you know, it, and they played through Sword and Shield and stuff like that. I didn't even know Pokemon Snap went anywhere. I didn't even know it was a thing before. So you know, I mean, <laughs> people. But it's like a sixty dollars game, right? Yeah, like, it's, it's a, a full game. Price. Damn Nintendo! It's Nintendo. What did you think God. of that? I know. What kind of what kind of answer was that? I don't know. Be surprised if Cafe is not a sixty dollars game. Oh my lucky. God! It's insane, man. They yeah. just keep just keep making that money. Oh, the Pokemon! Did you see how much they? God, I don't have it off the top of my head, but Pokemon Go last year made it made over a billion. That's gross. Yeah, it was like hundreds of millions in a quarter. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's talk about what we're currently playing. That's pretty much uh, the biggest news of the week. So I know, uh, obviously, we covered The Last of Us 2 at length at the start of the big cast. So if you're coming on a little later, um, you know, you can go back and, and listen to that. But uh, we'll talk about that. Dan, did you want to, why don't we knock this shirt giveaway out? We can do that. Yeah. So, what? guys, uh, I, I think. Sure I got everybody in here. Yeah, last last call, guys. If uh, you haven't typed hashtag merch and you want to get uh, in, in, yeah, in for the drawing for a season game and shirt, do it right now because Dan's about to draw this up. Let's do it. Anybody? Anybody? Give you a couple. Last call going. Yeah. Ten seconds. Ten seconds. Hold on. Here, this is what I'm currently playing: Last of Us Two, and also golf. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Jago's right. in. There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah. There's a Bert Sayens. Don't don't include him. It's Sansy. Sansy. Uh, Sansy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey Vogel, what's up, man? Good to see you. Vogel's see in. Let me, let me add Jago. Yeah, get get Vogel in as well. I got him in there. Okay. Lucky Paul's already in, I believe. I think he is. Yep. Let me add that. All right. Yep. Sorry, this thing is it's like a website, so it's like it's not the best. You want me to I, I can talk about something if you need me to cover. <laughs> <laughs> you might for just a second. A little bit All right. Anyway, you gotta get da- get Darren in there too. He just said it. Add Darren too, because he's a regular. Uh, so I'll talk real quick about Grounded. So yeah. Grounded, uh, the Insider Flight came out. Uh, this is the kind of uh, new smallish game from Obsidian, Xbox Game Studios, small team making this like 14 people. And I saw a lot of people talking about it, so I, I went in and uh, and started playing it the other day. I did not play very long, being honest with you. A couple, my first impressions are it's actually uh, it runs very smoothly, had no hiccups at all. Um, I do find the aesthetic uh, pretty pretty interesting, and so. I could see this, you know, the, the flight is very small. There's not a whole lot you can do, and it's timed. But I think um, I think this has potential as one of those smaller games that builds a community, you know, from an, like an indie perspective. I don't think this is going to be something like Sea of Thieves or anything that kind of grows over time and just gets bigger and bigger. But um, it's interesting, if nothing else. It's cool to see an idea like this from a small team just get greenlit and come to fruition. So if you haven't tried it, uh, make sure you're an Xbox insider. It's live now. And um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Grounded. Here we go. I don't know if you can see it. No, no can't see Jordan. it. Jordan. Jordan, what up? You got the Jordan. shirt. Jordan. Oh, Jordan. 
All right. Still with us, Jordan? He's still listening. Yeah, he's still there. He just typed a comment. So that's good, oh, man. Perfect. Jordan's, there you go, Jordan's man. a regular. So congrats, Jordan. Yeah, so Jordan, all. if you didn't hear us earlier, man, just go to our merch site. Uh, if you need the link, you can just go to Season Gaming and go to merch at the top there. Our yeah. store's on Threadless. You basically, the way our store works is you pick the design you like, click on it, and then it'll give you the full drop down of styles, shirt types, colors. There's all kinds of stuff you can do. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely just pick it out and then get in contact with Dan on Twitter and he'll hook you up. Yep. Yep. You, I, I think we follow each other. So just shoot me a DM when you, when you get, um, get whatever it is you want to pick out, man. So no cool. Problem. Awesome. Right. Congratulations. Good stuff. Yeah, what are you talking about? Grounded? I was talking about grounded. Did you try it yet? Yeah. I played five minutes. <laughs> and to be honest with you, I only played like 20, 25, something like yeah, that. So that's me. Yeah. Okay. So we don't need to touch on it. I don't think Bert, you haven't played it, right? No, I'm not an insider anymore. I took myself out of there cause I didn't, like the stuff it was doing on my console. Not an insider. Yeah. I tell Not you anymore. What. All right. So we talked about Last of Us, Bert. I know you've been playing uh, the rest of Assassin's Creed Odyssey DLC, which mm-hmm. we've been talking about in chat. But I know uh, a bunch of these guys uh, love Assassin's Creed Odyssey as well. So why don't you touch on that? Yeah. So I initially played um, Odyssey. Back <laughs> Sorry. In the day. Nine Lives at Grounded is greater than Bug Snacks. Where's my mods? <laughs> all right sorry sorry Bert, go ahead oh should i continue yes please continue um, <laughs> so i played odyssey when it first came out um i did everything to the point to where i think i spent 85 to 90 hours on the game and i needed a break um but i had bought the collector's edition so i had all the dlc and so i ended up coming back to it because i had a bit of a break before last of us 2 was out and i have now finished the dlc so there's two main ones there's one that's called uh something of Atlantis. I can't remember it because that's the first one I played. And then the most recent one is pretty much a story of like what happens to Cassandra or I guess Demos, depending on who you you chose to play as, um, after the main game. So if you are into Odyssey and you're into the main character, I highly suggest playing the DLC if you can get it cheap. It's done very, very well. Each one of them, there's two main storylines. Each one has three chapters. Uh, It's really fun. The story's done really well, very high production value in that as well. I think there's roughly about eh, 12 to 15 hours between both um, between both sets of DLC, but it really finished up the game for me and it finished up the main character's arc really, really well. So um, there's also a bunch of free DLC that was available for it as well. So Does it raise the level cap? It does. Yeah, I'm currently a 73. I think the original level cap was only a 50, I think, or something like wow. that. Wow. Yeah, I think 50 because I'm – yeah, I think I hit 50, but 73, geez. Yeah, and there's also new armor sets that do some really cool things um, and new abilities as well. So it's it's really, really do- well done. If you have the time, which very few of us do these days, but if there comes a break in time between releases, I highly suggest getting it. I think you can buy the DLC <clears throat> today for only like 10 bucks or 15 bucks for all of it, and it's it's pretty lengthy. So really nice. Cool. Nice. I know you guys have been talking uh, talking about playing uh, Everybody's Golf too, multiplayer, yeah. little little competition. <laughs> It's we pretty fun. It. Yeah, it, it's pretty fun to just kind of get in there, screw around. There's not like an official tour or anything that you can take. You go in there and pick a, a course, and then everybody shows up in that course, and you can practice or you can play a set of uh, holes, the front or the back nine on whatever course you want. Yeah, but it, it's really fun. It is a lot of fun. We definitely got to do that. I, I did install it, but of course now with Last of Us Two out, I don't know when we're going to do that, but we'll do it sometime soon. 
It'll yeah, the, uh, the other thing I am playing, too, is the new season for Call of Duty Warzone and multiplayer. Hmm. A lot of new enhancements. Uh, I'd say Warzone is one of the best supported uh, Battle Royale games out there, in addition with like PUBG, Fortnite, and Apex. They add a whole bunch of things. They listen to fan feedback, and they keep adding to it. So it's, it's really fun. Yeah, and I, I don't see that slowing down, especially if the rumor no. is true that Warzone is going to continue being the Battle Royale mm-hmm. even after this year's Call of Duty releases, which we won't touch on it right now. But it, if the rumors are true, is a mess uh, yeah. in development, which doesn't surprise me because they broke the timeline that they had been on for several years now. So, um, But yeah, yeah, the Warzone's fantastic. Dan, you've been playing anything else that you want to touch on or already what we said? Yeah, that's basically it, man. I'm good. Cool. So let me touch real quick on, um, on again, probably a really small audience, but I'll touch on it fast, is uh, Darius Cosmic Collection. So I talk all the time about loving uh, old school shmups, shoot 'em ups This collection came out this week for PlayStation 4 and Switch, and there's two different collections. There's arcade and console. The arcade one has like four games with seven variations, and the console one has like six games with nine variations. And basically, this is all the Darius games over the years that have released since the arcades in the 80s. And so uh, they sent me a review code, asked me to look at this on the arcade collection. So I was playing that this week. And uh, it's actually pretty fun, especially if you like old school shmups. So you can find my review on the site if you're interested in it. I think the arcade collection is $39.99 and the console one is $60 because the console one has more games. Um, but man, those original ones from the arcade from like 1986, those things are they're dated, man. Real dated. So kind of hard to play. But there are a couple other uh, games in the collection that are really fun to play. So... Check that out and review that this week. And then I've gotten back in the Path of Exile. So I've said it before, if you're an ARPG guy like Diablo, those types of games, and you're not playing Path of Exile, you're missing out. It's completely free to play, and uh, it's absolutely incredible. Massive, massive game and very, very deep. So if you're into, like, min-maxing and big skill trees and all that stuff, it's it's incredible the depth that game has. So it runs purely on microtransactions, but the microtransactions... Transactions. transactions are cosmetic only. They have never introduced something to the game that affects actual gameplay. Um, so bravo to Grinding Gear Games out of all, I think they're out of Australia or New Zealand, and um, just amazing game. So, right on. All right, fellas, I think it's about time we head on out of here and get back to Last of Us Two. We got some, uh, we got some things, people to kill. so real quick before we close out guys uh, there's a review of a game Westmark Manor is up by uh, Ryan or Cloud as you may know him that's up on the site right now and actually the um, developer of that game reached out to us and thanked us for the review and everything which was really cool the uh, latest article from Steve is up it's a really long article talking about game difficulty and kind of uh, looks at games like Dark Souls obviously Bloodborne Jedi Fallen Order even things like Minecraft Dungeons and just how developers, um, you know, kind of have to move around game difficulty for their audience. So really good article. Definitely check that out. And then, like I said, I'm doing the review of Last of Us 2. That'll be out here in the next few days. So um, other than that, guys, anything you want to shout out before we head out? Quit review bombing Last of Us 2. Your mom's a hoe. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that. So you're saying review bombing Last of Us 2 has uh, small dick energy? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it's all kinds of stuff. Find yeah. another hobby if that's what you're doing right now. It's craziness. It's not even a hobby. It's 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 depressing. Like, seriously, if you're someone that takes time out of your day to create an account to review bomb a game that you disagree with, just rethink your life. Yeah. yeah. S- you take a step that. back. There's better things you can do with your life. 
<laughs> um, tomorrow, I'm going to be on Iron Lord's podcast at yes. 1 p.m. Eastern time. Yes. So I'm super excited about that. Love those guys. It's kind of cool when you're a fan of somebody that you can actually jump on their podcast and, you know, get to talk with those guys. Um, great guys. Um, so I'm super pumped. Um, should be a nice, long, meaty show as usual. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, uh, I'll be there, man. It'll be cool. awesome. Yep. I'll definitely be stopping by to give you some shit, of course. Excellent. Um, <laughs> All right, guys. Chat, you're awesome as always. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we will see you next week. Peace.